2: As moderator for
0: tonight's
2: broadcast. I'm your moderator, Chris Paul. Let's be reasonable. What's that you say? New science? Well, pretty comfortable with the old science, and I think I'm just gonna keep on living. It's high noon for Wednesday, July twenty eighth, twenty twenty one. Follow the podcast on the Telegram Messenger app at t.me slash I'm your moderator or join the discussion thread at t.me slash I'm reasonable. You can also find me on Gab and Getter at I'm your moderator and the merch site is www.cancelcouture.com. If you're having problems with your browser, type in shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash couture. And if you want to check out the Substack, it's I'm your moderator dot com. Today is The 189th day of Barack Obama's third term as served by the half-dead, demented, degenerate, ventriloquist, dummy, fake proxy president Joe Biden, who was overwhelmingly compromised by the Chinese Communist Party. The patriarch of one of the most corrupt families in American history and the father of one of the most despicable sons to ever walk the earth. That's Hunter Biden. So congratulations, commies. You're so smart and so educated and so informed that you will willingly believe anything they tell you as long as they say the science has changed because you know, as a very well-educated, very smart, very informed person, that at times scientific knowledge changes. Wow, what a revelation. Thank goodness all you communists are here to let us know how that works. But you see, all of us actually do understand that you don't have a special understanding of the science just because you're a communist. Okay, I know I know that you guys repeat the slogans the best, but you don't have any special knowledge. You don't have some special understanding of science. In fact, one might argue you have no idea what you're talking about ever. And that argument could be very successful almost all the time, commies, because the problem is all your ideas are wrong. And saying that they come from the science because someone on TV said so, too, doesn't improve the idea either. For instance, there was over a 100 years of data showing that masks Don't prevent viral spread. And Anthony Fauci said that to you. He said it right to you. He also said it in emails of his to other people that he never thought you would see. But now you can see them because they were FOIA. Now they're public. Now they're part of the public record, as they always should have been, of course, because Anthony Fauci is actually paid by all of us to do the terrible job he does. But despite him saying that masks don't work, citing the hundred years of data behind that claim and his own prior statements, as soon as he changed and said they did or said they might catch a spare droplet, they might, they might catch a stray droplet because there are no spare droplets. The spare droplets are all just as important and they might. Provide some degree of protection and it's better to exercise an abundance of caution. He didn't change the science. He didn't change the data. And there's not new data. That's why they don't tell you what the new data is. And what about vaccines? You know, vaccines for our entire lives. We were told that vaccines wipe out disease, right? Polio, smallpox. The vaccines eradicated those. That's how we used to talk about vaccines. And then we said, well, hey, you know, vaccines might have some side effects, but they're very rare. So we should all use them and just sacrifice the children or perhaps the adults who will have those side effects, because overall, it's worth it for our our whole society. Everybody needs you. You. To potentially sacrifice your child so the science says you have to do it and then we find out that that's actually not what vaccines do vaccines just make it so that you have some degree of protection against the virus just like a mask (laughs) you can still get the virus you can still spread the virus but you're not going to have a bad case It's going to really protect you to make sure that you don't die from a disease that very likely can't kill you. That's true. But you won't die. You also won't spread the disease because you see, that's how we get herd immunity. We're going to get herd immunity and that will eradicate the disease. And it's not like before, not like the hundreds of years of data before where we knew that herd immunity developed by people having gotten the disease and built up a resistance to it so that there weren't enough people for the disease to infect and the likelihood of them being around someone else who could get it from them wasn't going to be that high. The disease would work its way through the population and then everybody, more or less, would be safe from it. Enough people to not create outbreaks again. But now herd immunity doesn't mean anything. Herd immunity means that we need to get 90% of people vaccinated. That's what they tell us. But if 90% of those people get vaccinated and they can still get the disease and still spread the disease and still have negative health consequences from the disease, then what did the vaccine do? But it turns out it's actually a little worse than that. Because the vaccine takers can now have worse cases because they have the vaccine. Isn't that crazy? And it turns out the vaccine actually has side effects. So taking the vaccine actually doesn't help. Nuts, isn't it? How could it be commies? That they told you all of these things and you told them to everyone else, and then you started supporting enforcement of your opinion because enforcing your opinion is how everyone else realizes you were right the whole time. They're like, okay, okay, okay. You have forced me into agreeing with you. I guess that means you're actually right. Good strategy, isn't it, commies? It's kind of like cancel culture, but in the medical arena, and you make yourself the guinea pig first. You morons. If you have started to understand that all of that is absolute madness, then perhaps you're waking up to the fact that the people on television, their job is not to tell you the truth. Their job is to tell you what they want to tell you in ways that will make you believe it's the truth. And it turns out, commies. You're exactly the kinds of suckers that they wanted. If you have realized that, the solution is to migrate back to America. And with that, I would love to extend a warm Wednesday high noon welcome to all of the redeemable communists out there. Hello, redeemable communists. Welcome to the show. Don't know how you found it. But if you did, it probably means someone in your life is smarter than you and cares about you enough to be like, hey, listen to that. Could be. I hope it is. I hope that's true, Kami. And regardless, I hope that you can stick around for the next, yeah, 52 minutes, let's say. I hope your ego will allow you to make it that far. I hope you don't identify personally with my comments because they will be about your beliefs and not about you personally. And your beliefs, sadly, are very stupid and very evil because they're very communist, whether or not you realize it. And it is important that you do realize it. So that's what I'm here for. So just stick around. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you'll be like, no, communism is the way. But it's also possible that you might listen tomorrow and then Friday and you'll be like, "Okay, wow, man. Why didn't the television tell me any of these things? And that's a wonderful question to ask. I hope you ask it. I hope you think long and hard about it over the weekend. And you come back and say, hey, you know what? I actually don't want to let our American society go the way of every great empire in the past. It falls as the people become complacent and forget to value what they have. So if you get to that point, Migrate back to America, where all of us will be happy to welcome you. Just make sure you know that we're not going to tolerate any child-brained communist ideas that you might be holding on to as a result of listening to Don Lemon too much. Make your amends where you have to, and then we will welcome you all back into this American project, which we will move forward in together it's a pretty good offer Kami. honestly i think it's about the best one you're gonna get so take it now because there is a timeline and do you really want to be among the last people on earth to have figured out the truth of the most important events of their lives you're supposed to be the educated and informed one The smart one, commie. Isn't that the whole thing? You're the one making the arguments that communism and socialism are okay, that vaccine passports are okay, that censoring speech is okay. You just think you're making the smart arguments about it. But you're not, and you know it. You're making the exact same argument the Nazis made. Isn't that crazy? Do you really think everyone around you is going to be like, oh, that's okay. They were just following orders. I mean, following science. It's not how it works, commie. Get right fast, commie. I've been telling you for an awfully long time. You see, the thing is, commie, I think you're confused now that is a compliment in some way because your hero, Anthony Fauci thinks you're stupid now. So I guess the data is just different with Delta, but do you understand why people might feel a little whipsawed uh, between the last announcement and this
1: one? Yeah, it's thoroughly understandable, but there really is a pretty clear explanation of it. And here are the data. When you go back 60 days or the two months ago, When you look at the level of virus in the nasopharynx of a person who's vaccinated and gets a breakthrough infection, it was considerably less than the level of virus in the nasopharynx of an unvaccinated person. The data were clear. Now that we have a Delta variant, that has changed the entire landscape. Because when you look at the level of virus in the nasopharynx of a vaccinated person who gets a breakthrough infection with Delta It is exactly the same as the level of virus in an unvaccinated person
2: who's infected. Oh, did you hear Chris Hayes there at the end? Oh, you just said something terrible. Anthony Fauci, commies, just told you that because of the Delta variant, Something that he has absolutely no ability to test for. And that's why he doesn't talk about it. Because of the Delta variant, your viral load as a vaccinated person is going to be the same as if you never got vaccinated. Now, the Delta variant, we're told, is much more transmissible. Is it more deadly? Sure isn't. So now you're more scared of a less deadly disease that you've been vaccinated for. I don't think I misstated anything there, commie. And if I did, you're welcome to get in touch and tell me how. But you see, the thing is, you all run around the country. You go on social media you get all self-righteous feeling, and then you type out or speak some very stupid things that make you sound like a Nazi, okay? And you justify those things by saying it's the science. That's cool. But let's remember what you're really doing, Kami. You were convinced everyone who disagrees with the TV and might agree with Donald Trump, well, they're all stupid, okay? People like Anthony Fauci back you up in that belief. They denigrate opposing beliefs. He went in there to a Senate hearing and told Rand Paul he didn't know what he was talking about. Even though Rand Paul has known what he's talking about every time, and now each time Fauci appears, he's explicitly saying the opposite of something he testified to the last time. Now he doesn't even disagree that he funded the Wuhan lab. The last time he was testifying, he was simply saying, hey, that thing we funded in the Wuhan lab wasn't gain of function. What do you think he'll be saying the next time? You see, here's the thing, Kami. You have been taught that people like me are stupid. Do you know what people like me think about the fact that you believe that? <laughs> it sounds like that in my head every time you think it, Kami. Because the truth is, Anthony Fauci doesn't think that people like me are stupid. Anthony Fauci thinks that people like you are stupid. Okay? Yes. You are useful to him, so he will say nice things about you and defend you because you are too delusional to understand when you are being lied to, tricked, and abused. And I know you think that's the same for us when it comes to Donald Trump, huh, commie? You feel real safe in that one, don't you? Except the thing is, I will debate any communist in the world. And I'll be just fine. They might even teach me some new things. They might have a fact that I missed. That's totally possible. And I'll say it. How many of the communists on television do you ever see getting interviewed by someone who can break them in public? Does that ever happen? No. Why is that? Because they can't defend their beliefs. That's why they make it such a thing to make sure that they're not providing anyone a platform. That's not what they're doing. They are trying to prevent themselves from being exposed as the liars and the frauds. They are Okay, because if they thought we were all stupid, then they would be out there trying to prove it in any venue where one of us would meet them. But they don't do that. They don't ever do that. So it's not us. We're not the ones they think are the stupid people. That's you guys. Do you know how much Anthony Fauci disrespects you when he does this? He just thinks, oh, yeah, they'll believe it. They actually have an entire strategy built up around soliciting your compliance. And they wrote it years ago. I haven't talked about this in a while, but for anyone who's hearing the show for the first time, for instance, or someone who's new to it, I have a document. I can put it on the Telegram. You can ask me for it. It's probably on there if you search. But it is a war game scenario that essentially reads almost like a novel from the Johns Hopkins Center for Health Security. They wrote it in 2017 and it's called Spars Pandemic, okay? It's a scenario, actually Spars Pandemic, I think 2022 to 2025. And if you get into it, you'll find out that what that was wargaming is exactly what they have been doing for the last year and a half. It is all about manipulating public perception, using social media, using public health messaging, trying to make sure that their narratives are agreed to by everyone. If you think that they are deriving the science and the data and then making judgments about how best to guide public health with the end goal being make sure people survive and make sure the society survives, you are wrong. That's not the goal, okay? All of us realize that. That is the simple, basic truth about one of the most important issues that has ever faced you, Kami. Okay? How many things have you ever gone through in your Kami life that are more important than the way coronavirus has been handled for the last 18 months? I would guess it's less than five, and for most people, It's less than one. The funny thing is, you don't even know that you're in a situation of election fraud yet. So wait till that one happens. But you are the last person, you are among the last people in the country and on earth to understand that you're being lied to, okay? We're not the conspiracy theorists, commie. And you got to get that whole conspiracy theory idea out of your head, okay? Yes, we talk about the future. Why? Because the future matters. It should matter to you. And not just when the new season of you on Netflix comes out. But here's the difference. Okay, Connie? We are like the people at the National Weather Center trying to figure out what's going to happen and how much of a threat it will be to everyone. And we think about different scenarios. If it goes this way, then what happens? If it goes this way, then what happens? That's called looking ahead and planning. All right. What you guys are doing and what the media is doing, what you are following is when Anderson Cooper or Don Lemon flies down to the very dangerous storm site and then stages something Like they're getting battered by the hurricane, even though they're comfortable enough to stand there and give a newscast. And during their newscast, they will try to scare you as much as possible. Usually their only nefarious motive is to keep you watching them so that their show gets ratings. But this is so much bigger than that. And all of you don't want to know it, because to know that and to think about it would mean that people like us are doing it right. And your real problem, the thing that is preventing you from making informed and actionable decisions about your life and your family's life and your children's lives and your children's futures is that you don't want to look to other people in your little community, the way we look. You don't want to be one of those no-no people because you're told, oh, you can't take those people seriously. Look at that thing they said that didn't come true at the time they said it. And then all your little commie friends will clap for you. Ha ha ha, you're so right. They said that thing and it hasn't happened yet. That's like fact-checking the weatherman commie. They're telling you what they think might happen. If it had already happened, they would just be telling you that and then they'd be right every time. But that information would be useless by that point, wouldn't it, Kami? You see, Kami, it all actually does make sense. And it's not stupid. What's stupid is believing that the people on television care about you while you watch them lie to you. What's stupid is denying the truth because you don't want to be looked at the way you've looked at other people. Got to get over it, Kami. Your time is running out. Let's hear another person who thinks that you are among the stupidest people on earth. And of course, I'm talking about one of the stupidest people on earth, CDC director Rochelle Walensky. So exactly
1: what problem does the Delta variant create that masks for vaccinated people solves?
3: Good morning, John, thanks for having me back. Um, So this is, we have new data here. We have always seen, first of all, I wanna reemphasize, our vaccines are working just as we thought they would with the Delta variant to prevent severe hospitalization and death. We should be getting vaccinated to prevent severe disease in ourselves and to protect ourselves from the Delta variant and from getting severe COVID. Okay.
2: The question was, what is it about the Delta variant that requires vaccinated people to mask up for it? Okay. And she said, good morning. We have new data. And let me tell you once again, let me remind everyone how very effective the vaccines are. That's how she started an answer to a question about what makes the Delta variant different. And then she went and said that the vaccine would prevent you from getting serious illness. Pretty sure that's not what Anthony Fauci just said what Anthony Fauci just said is that the Delta variant would give you a viral load as high as if you did not have the vaccine to begin with. And there's something very interesting that's playing out behind this whole thing. You know, they call this the Delta variant. No one can tell what they're actually talking about. But the vaccines, there is a chance the vaccines cause something called antibody Dependent Enhancement. And I'm just going to read the definition here from Wikipedia, a totally very reputable communist source of information. Sometimes it's good to go to the commie sources because you want to see like what definition they're okay with. Okay. So ADE, sometimes less precisely called immune enhancement or disease enhancement. Oh yeah, those are both the same is a phenomenon in which binding of a virus to suboptimal antibodies enhances its entry into host cells, followed by its replication. ADE may cause enhanced respiratory disease and acute lung injury after respiratory virus infection. Does that sound like that might be what's happening? Your body actually is overreacting to covid because of the vaccine? No. That can't be. That can't be, Kami. You were told that the vaccines were very effective and very safe, even though the efficacy rate in Israel is now down apparently to thirty nine percent. But that's okay, you were told ninety-five. You just stick with the ninety-five, commie, no big deal. It's still ninety five percent effective, and as long as they keep reducing the numbers on the VERS database, it'll probably not have killed anybody either. So don't worry, Kami, you were right the whole time. In fact, we're all going to stop talking, we're going to bow down to you, and we're just going to uh, continuously honor and worship your great knowledge for as long as you like. But I'm sure that Antibody dependent enhancement is not what's happening here. So let's see what else the very smart, very responsible CDC director has to say to everybody.
3: Here's the new science that we saw just in the last several days. With prior variants, when people had um, these rare breakthrough infections, we didn't see the capacity of them to spread the virus to others. But with the Delta variant, we now see in our outbreak investigations that have been occurring over the last couple of weeks, in those outbreak investigations, we have been seeing that if you happen to have one of those breakthrough infections, that you can actually now pass it to somebody else. We thought that was really important for people to know and understand because when people are out there vaccinated, thinking that even if they get mild illness, they can't give it to someone else. If they're then going to a loved one who's immunocompromised, who isn't yet vaccinated or couldn't yet be vaccinated, we wanted them to take the protection to protect others. Um, so that was the new science that prompted the guidance. And OK,
2: so does anyone believe that she just said, here's the new science? And then she basically said, in not so many words, that the vaccine simply doesn't work like they said. That's what she said. That's what she just admitted. There's not new science. There's not new data. She said the new science and the new data came just within the last few days is making an entire society of people put masks on their face the sort of extreme reaction we could expect from slightly different data over the past few days in a responsible environment. What do you say, Kami? Does that sound like responsible science to you? And then she said that you could actually pass the virus on as a vaccinated person to someone who might be immunocompromised. Okay, that's the whole you're going to kill grandma theory. We've gone through that plenty of times. Why do they expect that in every environment everywhere in the country, there is always going to be an immunocompromised person just ready to get your disease? And by the way what kind of person in this environment is going out and living a normal life if they have this highly symptomatic disease as a result of having been vaccinated? Explain that one to me. Who are the people going out there and sneezing on your grandmother? Because otherwise, doing something that doesn't work, a.k.a. masking, in response to a disease that you would know you have because the entire story they're making up about the Delta variant right now is that you have more symptoms, right? Before we were told we had to be scared because you could spread it asymptomatically, which of course they knew that they were lying about, but didn't care. It was enough to trick you commie because you believe anything. And why is that commie? Oh yeah. It's because we're the stupid ones. So before, you had to wear the mask because you might have COVID, even though you don't. But you might. And out of an abundance of caution, we have to assume that you do. It doesn't make sense. But hey, commie, it doesn't have to. You know why? Because you don't demand any better from the people you listen to. You don't demand any better, commie. That's why you don't get any better. They will continue to lie to you because they know you will continue to believe them. That's the entire transaction, Kami. There's no more thought to it. They're not trying to convince you. They're not trying to make sense. They're not trying to give you data, and they're not trying to save your life. They're only trying to tell you things that they know you will accept so that you do what they want you to do. And what they want you to do is put a mask on. And why do they want you to put a mask on? Well, I guess we'll see within the next few weeks once the riots begin and everybody still gets to hide their faces. So they get to go to prison and they get to get right out because they got George Soros his DA hanging out, letting them out of jail. And does that sound conspiratorial to you, Kami? I can prove that claim better than you can prove all of the claims you have ever made. How about that, Kami?
3: Let's put that to the test. I'm here. Hit me up. Um, You know, it it was not uh, it it was it weighed heavily. I I know that this is not a message America wants to hear. The reason I was asking is because. Oh, it weighed
2: heavily. You all put some real emotional thought into it. Well, thank you, scientists. Hey, Rochelle. Are you going to cry about your impending sense of doom again? That's what you had when states started removing mask mandates at the beginning of March. It's been five months, almost four and a half months. Let's be accurate. In Texas, with no mask mandate, Florida is coming up on 10 months with no mandates about anything. Where's the impending doom, Rochelle? You know, it's not what Americans want to hear. And what? You're just giving us tough love? The data requires you to say these things? This is really what the science is? Whose life are you saving, Rochelle? Is it your own? Is it because you're a fraud who is participating in a crime against humanity? Could be. Could be that. In fact, it sounds like it. Why is she talking like Daffy Duck, by the way? Why do all of them consistently just stutter over their words? They have no idea what they're about to say until it comes out of their mouth. It's like they're realizing on the fly, man, this all sounds like bullshit. No one is going to believe me. Well, hey, Rochelle, no one does except communists. See that commies? You guys will believe everything. She doesn't even believe what she's saying. But you guys will still take it because you guys will take anything. You're like, yeah, we're ready to eat bugs. Sign us up. It's going to take some carbon out of the atmosphere. Whoa, give me some more bugs.
1: Idiots. The reason I was asking is because just yesterday you also put out the CDC did a new science brief which contained this sentence. These findings, along with the early evidence for reduced viral load in vaccinated people who develop COVID-19, suggest that any associated transmission risk is likely to be substantially reduced in vaccinated people. So even though that brief came out just yesterday, you're saying that's no longer operative.
3: Yeah, we are. um, You know, this, as I said, the the science that prompted this guidance is just days old. And in the coming days, you will actually see the uh, published information on the science that motivated this change. Hey, commies,
2: at what point do you feel just straight up insulted by these people? Is there a point you could reach where you would be like, wow, they think I'm so stupid. How do they think I'm so stupid? Oh, it's because i've complied with everything this whole time wait oh my god i am this stupid yeah we are um you know that uh well you see um the thing is yeah we put out that one guidance yesterday but you have to understand that our data that we're making this decision with is from uh you know the last few days and so the last few days if you add them up actually becomes, uh, you know, more recent than yesterday. Yeah. The last few days actually adds up to today. And I mean, we're probably going to leave that on there because the thing I'm saying right now is a lie and that thing is probably true, but Hey, stop asking.
1: So can you quantify how much transmission uh, of this new Delta Delta variant is coming from vaccinated people?
3: what we know is the vast majority that you what you call the sea of orange and red on the map the vast majority of that transmission is coming from unvaccinated people and if you look at that map 80 percent of those counties that are red are from um, are in areas that have less than 40 percent of vaccine vaccinated people so our lowest areas of vaccination are um, producing 80 percent of those red counties so really important to understand that the vast majority is occurring in unvaccinated people but we want to people who are vaccinated to understand that they could potentially pass okay. this virus if they were one of those breakthrough infections. Well, for... Can you quantify how
2: much of the very scary variant is infecting the very effective, very safe, very responsible vaccine community? Can you quantify that? Well, yes, of course I can quantify that. And to do so, I'm going to put out data in a few days. (laughs) But look at this map we have where it shows all the, the very red areas. Do you see them? Do you see our heat map? It looks just like the political map, doesn't it? Look at that. Who do you think the bad people are, John Brennan? (laughs) <laughs> I got it again. Hey, CNN audience, look where all the stupid people live. They don't listen to us because they're the stupid people. You guys are the smart people because you believe everything we say without asking, you know, like smart people
1: do. This is something coming from unvaccinated people to unvaccinated people, correct?
3: For the most part, absolutely. so then you can
1: understand the frustration in those of us who are vaccinated saying, "Why the hell do I have to pay the price for this?"
3: Right. So we're asking everybody in those areas of orange and red, and here here to to mask up. And here is the reason why. If you're a vaccinated person, you have um and you're in one of those areas, as you said, a sea of red, a sea of covid. You have a reasonable high chance um if nobody's wearing a mask to um, interact with people who may be infectious. Um, And so for every 20 people, um, one or two of them could get a breakthrough infection. For every 20 vaccinated people, one or two of them could get a breakthrough infection. Um, They may only get mild disease, but we wanted them to know that they could bring that mild disease home. They could bring it to others. They think they're protected in terms of transmission, and we felt it was important that they know and understand parents, uh, families of immunocompromised people, families at risk of severe disease, that they should protect themselves so that they don't bring that uh disease home to others. Okay,
1: but again, this is just a small percentage of the Got that? Do you really think that that lady
2: has any clue what she's talking about? Does that sound like a serious person? It's not a serious person. That is a ridiculous comical fool. The fact that that person has a position of leadership anywhere in the world is Proof of how upside down our idea of what smart is in this country actually is. That is not smart. okay? and anyone who listens to that and trusts that. And follows that as guidance is not smart either. That is exactly the same rationale they gave you at every single point for the last 18 months. Someone there, there's a chance, might have the disease. And you know, the problem is that the unvaccinated people are all infecting one another. But if they're allowed to interact with the vaccinated people, then they might infect the vaccinated people who then will have a heavier viral load than they would have prior to the vaccine. And then they're more likely to spread it to other vaccinated people. That's legitimately what she just told you. And don't be confused, okay? They are trying to separate the vaccinated from the unvaccinated. And before we go any further into that part of things, let's also keep in mind that earnings reports just came out on the drug companies, and they actually exceeded expectations by seven and a half billion dollars. What do you think they're making all that money on? Oh, it's vaccines. Do you think they want to sell you a booster shot? They sure do. And why are you getting told to mask up? Huh? Commies? Huh? Vaxies? Why are are they telling you specifically to mask up? Because they know you're the only ones who will comply with it. They hope enough of you will comply with it to make everybody believe, oh, yeah, everybody's just wearing masks again. I guess it's time to wear masks again. And I don't want to feel like, you know, I'm the one causing the confrontation. So I'm going to comply, too. That's what they want, except that's already failing. And they know it because even the number of commies who existed in January no longer exists. They have already made themselves redeemable, or maybe they've actually made it all the way back to America. People aren't complying with that. And I almost have to wonder at this point if they're trying to make the unvaccinated put masks on just so we don't get infected by the vaccinated who are more likely to infect us. And that's what they just told you. Because up until last year, when they started making up new science, because you commies were dumb enough to believe, oh, it's a very novel, it's a very new virus. We don't know what's gonna happen. You all believed that. So you still believe everything is just new information, and you're like the first to get to it. You're the first to know it's right because you saw it on TV. It's a novel virus. It's a novel virus. Yeah, you can't say that though. It could be anything. It's a novel virus all last year, commies, all last year. Do you know how dumb you sound? You have to stop for your own sake and for everyone else's. Just stop. okay? you're wrong. Everyone knows it. More people realize it every day. What you're doing is so ridiculous and so stupid and so immoral. You have to stop because this
1: is where it's going. And just last question, because I know they're doing it in Europe, but you're not CDC director of Europe, which I'm sure you're plenty happy about. But they, they're issuing health health <laughs> passes there, right? Where, you know, you can go to a disco or a discotheque, as they like to call it there, if you have a, a health pass. Is that something that the CDC would ever lean into or perhaps advise here?
3: You know, I think some communities are doing that, and, and that may very well be be a path forward. I do want to sort of comment that in some fully vaccinated Uh, venues, um, if there are people, if they're unmasked and there are a few people who are transmitting there as a fully vaccinated person, it is possible to pick up disease in those settings. We've Mm -hmm. seen that in some of our outbreak investigations this summer, which is why overall, it's so very critical to just get the um, huge amount of disease in some of these areas down.
2: Get up, come on, get down with the sickness. (laughs) I think Rochelle Walensky is the singer from Disturbed. So they have to get the huge amount of disease in these areas down. okay? isn't it crazy that she and Fauci just talk now about the presence of the virus in these abstract ways? They talk about the the dynamics of transmission, the prevalence of disease. Okay, and they measure that by how many people are vaccinated in the area. Oh, well, I guess we got 70 percent in this communist stronghold. So that's good. There's not much disease there. Oh, we only have 35 percent in this place where normal Americans live with, you know, some communists. Well, there must be tons of disease there. That's their only metric. Did you hear her cite One number. One number and tell you where it comes from and what that number means. That was like five or six full minutes of an interview on a, you know, CNN. I was going to say national network, <laughs> but is CNN even really a national network anymore? And they legitimately just spent the rest of the interview talking about how vaccinated people were susceptible to the disease and would have a higher viral load. So then how can they also measure the amount of disease in an area as only a factor of compliance with injecting yourself with an experimental gene therapy? How does it work, commies? Am I the dumb one here, commies? Stop pretending. Okay? Okay. Now, let's switch subjects. I want to just harken back to yesterday when grown men were crying on national television to make a bunch of child-brained communists believe that a few people being allowed into the Capitol while Antifa broke windows is a very violent insurrection on the scale of the Civil War or 9-11 or Pearl Harbor you choose. You get to choose your disaster to match up with the very violent insurrection. You can really compare it to anything if you like, as long as it's scary. So the Capitol Police officers are actually buddies with Nancy Pelosi. They got pictures. There was this one massive dude. I don't know if I played him crying yesterday or not, he had a very, very heartfelt script written for him that he read yesterday. And he did some acting, I guess, to make sure that no one out there would ever think, oh, somebody else wrote these words for me. And he's got his good trouble shirt on. That's like the Jim Clyburn thing, I think. A bunch of crazy people in Congress on the communist side wear that same shirt. And, you know, he used to post about how great Obama is and how bad Donald Trump is. So he is someone that you can trust. He's going to help those very responsible Obamis and Romneys get to the bottom of what really happened on January 6th. They're not going to go all the way to the bottom because all the way to the bottom would be, you know, it would end up being their own responsibility. And Nancy Pelosi's can't do that. And let's check on another thing from yesterday because I talked extensively about Simone Biles and how she is the LeBron James of Michael Jordan's. Well, she has a teammate named Sunisa, I think, or Sunisa Lee, and she posted never been prouder to be a part of such an amazing team with an amazing group of girls. We stepped up when we needed to and did this for ourselves. We do not owe anyone a gold medal. We are winners in our hearts. So that was her contribution to projecting an image of female strength, apparently. And I bring this up just to say, hey, feminists, look what you've done to women with your insane pursuit of this constant victimhood narrative where every failing in a woman's life is because of a man or because of patriarchy. Right here, you have a world-class athlete saying that she is competing in the Olympics for herself. And that now apparently is, we must assume, the psychology of the entire team. Simone Biles, I guess, is their leader. And she probably let them know, well, you know, it's really important that we all take care of our mental health. And if I have to go out there and focus too hard for 10 or 15 minutes, who knows what could happen? I could spin out into just a psychological break from which I will never recover. That's got to be it, right? But honestly, feminists, you have emphasized the victimhood narrative to the point where women capable of accomplishing incredible things in the world are now being taught that they will actually get more credit for losing and making excuses about it and trying to project a victimhood narrative so that people will feel sorry for them. This is madness. Americans are now totally fine if the women's soccer team falls on its face and goes home without any medals just because they're so awful. They're so awful. We don't have to lie about it. Megan, Megan Rapineau is not a hero. Megan Rapineau is a narcissist and a moron. These people are a disgrace. I can't remember who that girl on the, I mean, I guess it was like hammer throwing. I didn't know that was a thing. But she wants to turn away from the national anthem. She can't be associated with the flag. Well, good. I hope she's not associated with any medals either. How in the world is anyone okay with what the United States is projecting across the world in this communist regime? All of this is a disgrace. It's an embarrassment. It's no wonder that no one is devoting the time to tune in to this nonsense. It's going to be real interesting to see how much NBC and this event let down all the advertisers who must have bought expensive ad space for the Olympics. What a disaster this is going to be for all of them. And it is going to be, honestly, hysterical. All of us should laugh so, so, so hard get woke, go broke. It's a pretty clear path. And it's happening once again. And now let's follow up on one more story from yesterday, because as soon as I stopped recording and put the episode up, there was actual news on this very subject. I spoke about Ed Buck yesterday. OK, and I actually forgot to mention I said that he was drugging and raping underage black boys, but the truth is he's drugging them, raping them, and also either killing them or just allowing them to die. That would have been more accurate. So Daily Mail in the afternoon yesterday, wealthy Democratic donor Ed Buck, 66, is found guilty of providing fatal meth doses to two men in exchange for sex as part of twisted party and play fetish and now faces life in prison. Got that? And who did I say Ed Buck is friends with? Well, that would be Adam Schiff and Ted Lieu. And what you should do is go on a non-Google search engine and see what Ed Buck, Adam Schiff, and Ted Lieu are rumored to have done at, let's say, either the Chateau Marmont or the Standard Hotel. And I'll let you search from there. Prominent California Democratic donor Ed Buck was convicted Tuesday on charges he injected gay men with methamphetamine in exchange for sex, leading to two deaths and other overdoses. Now, I don't like that sentence because I doubt he was doing it in exchange for sex. It makes it sound like the guys on the other end of this were making some sort of deal. That's not what was happening. A federal jury found 66-year-old Buck guilty of all nine felony counts against him, which could lead to a life sentence. The verdict came exactly four years after one of his victims, 26-year-old Gamel Moore, was found dead of an overdose in Buck's West Hollywood apartment. Today is bittersweet, said Letitia Nixon, Moore's mother, after the verdict. We got victory today, she said. The jury deliberated for more than four hours after a two week trial. A sentencing date has not yet been scheduled. Prosecutors said Buck paid black men and provided drugs in return for sex acts, having hunted online for partners with the familiar term P, party in play or using meth, then having sex. Survivors said that Buck had a fetish for injecting his partners with drugs. Buck had pleaded not guilty. His defense lawyers said neither fatal overdose victim died from meth and that many of the alleged victims were drug addicts. Buck's attorney, one of whom, Christopher Darden, was a prosecutor in the O.J. Simpson case, did not comment. Buck's 2019 arrest marked a turning point for activists who protested outside his apartment and pressured law enforcement to act after Moore died on Buck's floor in in 2017. Even after... Timothy Dean, 55, died 18 months later. It took another nine months and the near death of another overdose victim before Buck was arrested in September 2019. Again, this happened in Los Angeles, okay? Me Too Los Angeles is where this happened. And no one went after Ed Buck. Why not? Why not, commies? You're the smart ones. You're the ones with the very subjective morality that you can explain what someone's good intentions were in every case. What was Ed Buck doing? Give me Ed Buck's defense. Give me the defense of the Los Angeles mayor and district attorney or same thing in West Hollywood. Maybe it was in West Hollywood and it's slightly different over there. Why didn't they arrest him? Why didn't they prosecute him? They didn't know about it. Eric Garcetti didn't know about it. Adam Schiff didn't know about it. Ted Lieu didn't know about it. Who do you think Ed Buck's political and social circle of friends in Los Angeles is, if not Eric Garcetti and Adam Schiff and Ted Lieu? It's all a part of the same thing, commies, and they're all commies. And guess what? I think we might find out all those guys are gay, which would normally be fine if they weren't all lying about it and hanging out with Ed Buck. Dean was a well-known porn star while Moore was working as an escort. Isn't that interesting? That doesn't sound like the kind of behavior you all condone, right? Hashtag me too commies. Hashtag times up. Hashtag no more. Hashtag over my dead body. Hashtag I will never let anyone sexual harass ever again. Hey, commies, here's another thing about feminizing men. Isn't it weird that all of the men that go along with your narrative about the feminization of men are the ones who are creating all these problems? Isn't that strange? Isn't that a strange thing you're doing, commies? Coercing people to repeat the slogans. And then pretending you believe them and can defend them as they're the ones who specifically act in opposition to the slogans, but won't tell you. How is it, commies? How does it happen? He would find desolate, vulnerable victims and push meth on them over and over until they went unconscious, said assistant U.S. attorney Lindsey Bailey during her closing arguments on Friday. That's what he liked about it. The power gave him sexual gratification. Every time he stuck a needle in someone's arm, he was playing God. And he never stopped, even after two men died. Yeah, sounds like that attorney is telling the truth about Ed Buck. It's so crazy that Eric Garcetti and Adam Schiff and Ted Lieu were all so close to him and all protected him from the justice system. Let's check in with the first son, Mr. Despicable himself, Hunter Biden. This is from Fox News a couple days ago. Hunter Biden's art dealer said he wanted to be the lead guy in China in 2015. The art dealer representing the president's son has long-standing ties to China and said in 2015 he wanted to be the art world's lead guy in China. Georges Berger, George Burge, Georges Burgess, George Bergies, <laughs> I have no idea how to say his name. I think I probably nailed it at some point in there. And if I if I had to guess, it would be Georges Berger. <laughs> I would go with that one. But since I don't know, I'm going to call him Georges Burgess. Georges Burgess, who is representing Hunter Biden as he ventures into the art world, has talked about his business dealings in China in the past, but his reported ties could pose an ethics issue as he sells Biden's art to anonymous buyers, right? Isn't that the thing? Jen Psaki gave us transparency by telling us that they would never tell us who buys Hunter's art. But the thing is, they're not going to tell Hunter either, even though they will allow the art buyers to be at the show with Hunter and talk to him. They're not going to let Hunter know who bought his art and ne- and Joe won't know either and neither with the White House. So that's how it's transparent and safe. And that's how, you know, none of the people that Hunter talks to who buy their art through uh Georges Burgess will ever be able to influence Hunter Biden or his father through these mass sums of money that they are paying for Hunter's very ugly art because no one's ever going to know who they are. That's how to be kept safe by Georges Burgess and Jen Psaki. But Georges Burgess has a goal of being the art world's lead guy in China. And so, of course, he's representing Hunter Biden's shit art, assuming that if he can make Hunter Biden big in China, well, he can make anybody big. And how would he do that? Well, Georges Burgess would be like, hey, Hunter, I know this isn't your art, but if you can get your dad to do this thing, I'm going to give you a finder's fee on the art I'm about to sell for twenty million dollars. How does five percent sound? How does 5% plus 10% for the big guy sound. Reasonable finders fee, right? I am the lead guy in China. After all, my name is Georges Burgess, but let's hear from Georges Burgess in his own words. My plan is to be the lead guy in China, the lead collector and art dealer discovering and nurturing talent from that region. I plan to find and discover and bring to the rest of the world those I consider China's next generation of modern artists. He also said that he believes China's economy is transforming the global economy and everything is changing because of a rising China. Oh, it sounds like he is a master of world affairs and not just a master of money laundering through the art world. He also said he was fascinated by the, quote, cultural impact China is, quote, having on the world. Cultural power is real power. That is the reason America continues to be the capital of the world because of its influence on culture for generations and on an unrivaled global level. Burgess also said, I think more and more the Chinese are beginning to understand that cultural innovation will power their future cultural influence across continents. Oh, they're beginning to understand that? Hey, Georges Burgess, you're a victim of it, you idiot. They are using you to do that. Or maybe George's Burgess just is a communist and knows. Either way, he's now announcing that he's facilitating money laundering and uh, political corruption through art. But that's not quite as bad as the man himself, who is overwhelmingly compromised by the Chinese Communist Party and a constant threat to the national security of the United States of America. And I'm talking about the fake president and enfeebled usurper of the free world, Joe Biden.
0: You know, we've seen how cyber threats, including ransomware attacks, increasingly are able to cause damage and disruption in the real world. I can't guarantee this, and you're as informed as I am. But I think it's more likely we're going to end up as if we end up in a war. A real shooting war with a major power—it's going to be as a consequence of a cyber breach of great consequence, as increasing exponentially the, the, the capabilities.
2: Now that is the sound of a tail wagging a dog. That is also the sound of a mentally debilitated idiot. And I said that correctly. He was already an idiot. Now he's mentally debilitated. Joe Biden is announcing that America will be attacked and then respond with kinetic warfare. And where have all the cyber attacks been coming from? Russia, right? That's what they say. It's Russia, Russia, Russia once again. Joe Biden just also said to the audience of people around him, you, uh, you know, you're just as informed as I am. Oh, really? Well, that can't be true, can it? I mean, you are the legitimate real president of the United States of America, so you should be better informed than every single other person on the entire planet. That's the truth. Who has more information, who has more access to information than the president of the United States of America? You would expect no one Unless, of course, the person put in there is Donald Trump and there are active parts of the intelligence community out there trying to undermine his presidency at all costs. So that presents problems in terms of information. But I feel like he did okay. Joe Biden has no idea what he's talking about, but there is also a likelihood that Joe Biden was told about the scenario he just muttered out and he wasn't supposed to say anything. So he made it seem like he was just speculating rather than repeating what he was told. Hey, Joe, here's what's going to happen. There's going to be a cyber attack on us. I mean, we're going to do it, of course. We're going to say it's a cyber attack. No one's going to know the difference because how do you know that there was a cyber attack? You know, I guess we kind of proved that there was a cyber attack with the whole pipeline thing. But that's only because we shut gas stations down. So we got to figure out some way to make people believe that there was actually a cyber attack. Remember, you just listed all of the key points of critical infrastructure. Remember when you gave them to Vladimir Putin and then you announced to everyone that you gave them to Vladimir Putin? So now Putin knows all the critical points of infrastructure in the United States security apparatus. And he knows that all of those are redlined, right? So if anyone attacks those things, then the United States can respond in kinetic ways. What are the chances that the attack we're going to see is on exactly one of those things on that list, thereby justifying kinetic warfare with Russia at the behest of the Chinese and global communists around the world? Because Russia under Vladimir Putin is a nationalist nation that isn't really interested in the global communist agenda. At least that's my take. I could be wrong about that. I'm Not a Russia expert, but it seems to be like that's the state of play. But hey, commies. As the smart and informed and very educated people you are. Does this video bother you? Well, it's audio for you. That's fine. Does that bother you? That a man who can't think in complete sentences and can barely speak and is only roughly cognizant of the things he's saying as he says them, which you can hear in that video. Does it bother you that he is. Musing about potential kinetic warfare in the world as a result of a cyber attack that he knows is coming. And the th- the threat is getting exponentially worse. Does that bother you, commies? Does it bother you that you voted for a man knowing he was overwhelmingly compromised to our greatest adversaries in the world, that he has sold his political office for personal gain for four or five decades, and now he owes everybody? He cannot control anything on his own because he is that compromised. Does it bother you commies that you voted for that man, and now he is warning about a kinetic war that he doesn't have to enter except if one of these red lines gets crossed that he made up and that his people will gladly stage as having been crossed what happened Commies weren't you the smart ones? I'll be back tomorrow at the same reasonable time on the same reasonable podcast network I don't have a network Maston lockdowns don't work they lied to you about a pandemic. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place and the company is committed to the success of its content creators. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for listening. Please follow the podcast on Instagram and Parler at I'm Your Moderator. Soon I'll be up on Rumble with a video aspect. In the meantime, if you'd like to support the show, I have a substack, i'm your moderator.substack.com, where you can donate, or you can donate at anchor.fm by searching Be Reasonable with your moderator, Chris Paul. I hope to see you soon back out on the rain.